0: This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode number 62 of the Holland Assets Podcast. I am Craig, your host. And over there...
1: Still Chris. Same guy.
0: Chris. Can't get rid of me. i Believe me, I've tried. <laughs> Today we are talking about September financials. Uh, this is we're running up on the end of October, so it's about that time. We better talk about last month's financials. Yeah, and uh, we are going to do that. There are some interesting numbers to go over, but as I understand it, there are some interesting stories to go over first. Because Chris, you brought visual aids i did yeah I did bring for this visual for the aid. podcast you brought yeah. visual aids which i appreciate <laughs> yeah
1: yeah because it was something that you have never seen before you you're, you weren't sure what it was i
0: had no idea what i was looking at all yeah. right so it, it appears it's a cylindrical object with uh, kind of a uh, platform base on the bottom uh and then and then some kind of rubber out, outside i had no idea what this was
1: so it's actually upside down Oh, okay. So, so you're the, looking at the bottom. Okay. The platform gotcha. base is actually the top. Okay, gotcha. But uh, it's a suspension airbag.
0: A suspension airbag. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is what it's part uh, what of the the semis semis system on a of... semi.
1: Yep. Okay. So it, I, I brought it in because it just got replaced, and it was the replace it. It uh, it just got replaced, even though it was just replaced like two months ago. Um, I, I'm 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 a little bit frustrated with mechanics right now. This is how I, I can
0: tell you're frustrated because you're having a hard time finding words. I can't find words. Usually, yeah. you you know you're ready to talk about whatever subject, and now you're. Oh, I want to talk I'm about angry mechanics. <laughs> okay, so what what
1: happened? So it the uh, the original airbag developed a hole, which is normal. It happens, and and got replaced. And I had it replaced out on the road by one of the big fuel travel centers that everybody knows and <laughs> and shall remain nameless. and shall remain name, re- remain nameless for now but they replaced it and to make a long story short they put the wrong airbag on it's too tall and it had to get replaced within 600 miles
0: how much uh, does, okay how much was the original repair
1: um, it wasn't too terribly bad. I want to say about four fifty. Oh. I mean when you're saying four hundred and fifty is not a bad repair, that's actually a pretty good repair. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's I was not say, uh, that ain't cheap. That, that uh, it's cheap for a truck. Yeah, I suppose so. All right. <laughs> but so four four hundred and fifty bucks and had to do it again. And and what really even irks me more is this the second time this chain has done a repair that had to get fixed again within the last couple of months. And I hate Getting the truck fixed on the road because you just, it, you, you never know what kind of mechanic you're going to get. And right. I struck out twice in the last several months from the same chain.
0: So, is that um, you're out on the road, you don't have your mechanic, right? right. So, you just, oh, I'll go with the trusted national brand. You'd uh, think. Yeah, you'd think. You'd think. So, would it?
1: You'd think they'd want to uphold their reputation.
0: <laughs> there's got to be some resources out there for uh, drivers who can recommend you know, somebody locally, right?
1: There, there are some, but it's sometimes just hard to find on the fly. You know, if you're in a little bit more of a rural area, it's, it's hard to find. And it's just, it's one of those things where, um, it's tough to find a good mechanic.
0: I just found the next project for motorcarrierhq.com,
1: Chris. I, you know what, that would be a good thing to do is to have like a good trusted source of uh, mechanics because you, you are, I mean, you, in every, you truck, in every
0: gonna, major and minor metro area, yeah. here's who you go to. And I, some, sometimes maybe it would be the national chain if it's run by somebody there who and, you like.
1: And that's the thing, you know, I think, so I'm sure there's some shops that they have that are just great. It's, it's all about the mechanic you get. And, you know, it, it's, I, I, I get that as a business owner. Sometimes it's hard to find the right people for the right job. Um, and, and you, 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 don't always um, hit it out of the park with every person that you hire, but uh, you always try to find that that right person for the job. And um, I think mechanics and, and shops probably have a, a tougher time with that than a lot of places do. So I, I, d- yeah. I do have some sympathy there, but it's still, it's frustrating.
0: Well, so I want everybody in the sound of my voice to go to HollandAssetsLLC.com or go to Facebook, find us there, and put a comment in one of those two places and tell Chris how amazing it would be to get to have that resource (laughs) kind of we want to back him into a corner and uh let's start pulling that together that would be a very good future project absolutely (laughs) um all right so you said uh, there were a couple of things that happened there were two repairs that that went wrong yeah
1: the other one was an air leak there was a a, an, an air leak in the trailer and they fixed it and um by putting a plug in it so that i wasn't getting any air into the uh um, tire inflation system on my trailer, which you need, which you need, yeah. So instead of like actually fixing the repair, they basically just plugged it,
0: made it worse. <laughs> well, it,
1: it fixed the leak; it stopped leaking. <laughs> <laughs> then it <laughs> it wouldn't inflate the the tires on the trailer. Yeah,
0: you know, I'll stop leaking when I have prostate problems, and that that's not good news.
1: <laughs> no, that's not. I think if we're stocking, talking about prostates at this point, it's probably time to move on. Okay, all right. So uh,
0: maybe some other numbers than uh, than our impending age, right? Okay. So <laughs> should we talk about some September numbers, Chris?
1: Yeah, but before that, a, a, oh. a little bit of a teaser at the end. I want to talk about. I'm thinking about adding a truck. Oh, I'm, I, after all this ranting about frustrations with mechanics, I'm going to go <laughs> and maybe maybe I need to rethink adding another truck. But I'm thinking about that. We'll talk a little bit of little bit about it at the end
0: okay all right we will get there we're also going to talk about i think some uh, listener reviews and so if you've left reviews recently we might be shouting you out um anyway okay chris how was september um overall september was average average hey well i'll take average
1: <laughs> i will take average yep average is i'm perfectly okay with an average month
0: now we're uh in august as i recall rates were pretty darn good yeah. uh as you guys were out on the road was that the same in september as well
1: it is yeah they've they've still stayed pretty good
0: and so what brought you to average instead of having a good month with those rates
1: um i'll give you one guess
0: uh repairs repairs oh, repairs and maintenance <laughs> hey there's that category rearing its yeah, ugly my, head my favorite one <laughs> all right so tell me about the month
1: so uh to start off with we ran ten thousand one hundred forty-five miles which is
0: average average yeah i yeah. don't know yeah now you're usually shooting for what um, 12.
1: 10 anything over 10 is usually pretty good. Yeah, if we get into 12,000 miles in a month, it's a really it, it becomes a really solid month. Okay. All right. So go but on. I would say 10 10 11 right around there is average.
0: How much of those were deadhead?
1: Only 687. So that's actually That's really good. That's better than average. Yeah, a little over uh 6%. Um so anytime we're we're under 10, you know, 5%s like the gold standard. So 6 is pretty close to that. 6 6 is definitely um, good. 687 miles was good for the month
0: absolutely so what'd you guys pull down revenue wise
1: um revenue wise was twenty thousand seven hundred twenty dollars and in one cent. one cent yeah, yeah. okay Cause you know, it, it's kind of funny because you make fun of me that every time you're like oh I, you always got to count <laughs> that last cent and i started thinking about that as i was preparing for this podcast episode and i started to look back because i remember you making that comment last month And the month before, and the month month before, before. uh, this is a this is people are probably going to (laughs) start questioning why this is happening. It's not like uh, I'm just going to land on one cent every month. But you know what it is? What? Typically, when you haul stuff, you know most of your contracts are are even even dollar dollar amounts, amounts, right? Sure. Well, that one cent is because of this. The a little over a thousand dollars that I have in my savings is is that one cent of is interest accruing interest. The,
0: the 001 percent yeah. that you get in okay. your, uh, that's, your that's exactly checking what it account. is. It's,
1: I just you know here's a here's a, a hint with QuickBooks. I just when I categorize that one cent. Of, of income every month that I get from interest. <laughs> I just categorize it as freight hauled, which is what oh, I really? categorize everything else just because it's materially insignificant, really. Right. So it doesn't really matter what I categorize it as. I don't want to create a, a separate interest earned right. line but when it it's needs one to, cent, but it needs to be put it needs somewhere. To be somewhere. So I, I just always put it as freight hauled. And so that's why the revenue it has very regularly ended in, in one cent.
0: cent. Uh, that's very interesting. Yeah. I am genuinely... Uh, I, my my eyes are opened, and I, I feel glad that I know this well, now. There you go, and and
1: I think it's a good lesson for QuickBooks or whatever accounting system that you use. You know that sometimes you just you don't have a really great place to put whether it's an expense or an yeah. income category when it's just a, a a little amount like that or a, a little expense and it's really materially insignificant. You can kind of just put it anywhere. So and that's kind of what I've done.
0: Fun fact: I worked as a banker for four years, and you yeah, have—that's that's fun. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> you have to disclose the rates on any accounts that you open, whether it's personal or business or whatever. Right? You always have to disclose the rates, and it was frankly embarrassing to show somebody a rate sheet for checking or savings accounts. Yeah, percent. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, you're gonna you're gonna be making bank.
1: Yeah, that one cent isn't gonna go very far that I
0: earn every month. <laughs> All right, so you made uh, twenty thousand seven hundred and something and one cent. Um, what does that bring you to rate per mile? So the rate per mile
1: was two dollars and four cents, which is is really that's good. fantastic. Yeah, it's a- absolutely good. Anything, anytime we can keep over two dollars a mile, we're we're doing pretty well. Even when you have a bad month on maintenance and repairs, you can you you make up for it with a, a good rate like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a fantastic rate. So you did that with an average number of miles on the road. I assume that means an average number of days out on the road as well.
1: Yep, yeah, Basically 19 full days on the road and five partial days on the road. So 24 total days. You know, that that may be a little bit on the lower side, but uh, you know, pretty close. Acceptable. Yeah, acceptable.
0: Okay. Percent. And so what did that bring into profit wise?
1: So the, the drum roll big number at the end was $3,054 and 35 cents.
0: Okay. All right. So, and that's uh, of course after driver pay, after the repairs and maintenance um and so it would have been bigger had it not been for these annoying repairs yeah
1: the annoying repairs just always like to screw things up uh, and and i was even working on repairs a little bit this morning if you notice i've got a big uh a big smudge mark on my shirt my, more more visual aids i uh i wasn't planning on spending as much time this morning working on the truck as i did it's it's in town and just getting ready to go back out on the road there were a few things that the Airbag that need to be replaced. We had the the DPF filter cleaned for the first time since I've owned the truck, and a few other little nitpicky things done on it. And um, I got dirty.
0: <laughs> so that's what you're doing now. But back in September, uh, what sort of repairs and maintenance you had did you have to go through?
1: Um, replaced four trailer tires. Uh, did a, a muffler repair. It's kind of funny. We we the the rear differential, the one that drives most mm-hmm. of the time. Um, started getting pretty hot and so automatically you assume there must be something wrong with the differential what's wrong with the differential well we took it into a shop to get looked at and the the shop guys like they pulled the oil they looked at everything and said you know it's full-on oil everything looks good and then they started to look around they're like oh the tip on your exhaust is missing I like get it had, Falling off Just or something. Off. I, don't, I don't know what it was. But anyway, <laughs> instead of... Somebody stole it, Chris. Yeah. Instead of um, diverting the exhaust down to the ground, it was blowing it right onto the differential, causing it to get hot. You don't say. Well, and it probably wasn't causing the differential to get hot. It was causing the sensor that's right oh, on the yeah, outside yeah, yeah. of the differential to get hot.
0: Either way, it's going to yeah, set it, off alarms. It was setting and, alarms off. Yeah. 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 Okay. So plenty of repairs and maintenance brought down the... Uh, the not the revenue the profit that you got in september but still a decent month S- yeah it was save like, that money chris
1: save that money it was is about 2500 total in uh, in maintenance well 2700 i think in maintenance and repairs for the month so that's a little bit on the higher side um so we if we wouldn't have had that we'd have been in the five thousands for the month which which would be a really good month
0: well yeah i mean those repairs and maintenance would have happened sometime so at least it happened in an up month yep so all right very good so anything from the profit and loss statement or from the balance sheet that you want to pull out and talk about anything that we haven't hit yet
1: nothing that we haven't already hit
0: okay so pretty standard if you've been following along with the podcast it's you know probably going to be fairly familiar yeah, If you haven't, if you're not familiar with what we do here, yes, we're talking about the balance sheet, the profit and loss statement. And you can get those documents at HollandAssetsLLC.com. So HollandAssetsLLC.com. And you can uh, click on show notes. It's right there on the front page. says, you know, click here for show notes or whatever it says. And uh, that'll show you every episode we've ever done with all of this documentation and, and all of that. So yeah. I would encourage you to check that out. And like I said, harass Chris in the comments. That's also uh, always acceptable. Yep. Okay. So Chris, you said you're thinking about buying a truck.
1: I'm thinking about adding another truck to the fleet. Yeah. So we, we by, get to By
0: fleet, we mean two. Yeah. By, the, by fleet, hey, we mean the you, one can you I, have now.
1: Can I consider it a fleet if I've got two of them? <laughs> <laughs> it's a small fleet. That's, that's, we'll call it a very a micro fleet. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> so, but this, this would be the first step to building that fleet, right? It would
1: be, yeah. I, I think that's a good way to put it. I'm I'm ninety percent sure I'm there and I'm gonna do it. I haven't I haven't hundred percent made the decision, but I'm close enough that I've gone out and started looking at trucks again, trucks and trailers again. Um
0: what's what's the thing that would tip the scale for you? What's the thing that you're waiting for to know, okay, now's the right time.
1: For for me it's more time. Like if I think if I just had the trucking company and that's all that I was focusing on, I probably would have added another truck
0: already. Oh, so Um, you're saying your time, the time time. that you need to devote to this uh, fleet.
1: (laughs) This little micro fleet. Yes. Yeah. If if you think about it, you know, I got off the road, um, had been driving for a full year. There was a lot of things that I'd wanted to do in some of my other companies. So I I really, they kind of sucked up a lot of my time for quite a while and and still are to a certain extent, but things have freed up just a little bit so that I, I think now's the time to to add another truck if you're going to do it it's good to get it get it on so that it's it's running during the fourth quarter when yeah. rates are going to be the best um, get some money from that truck uh, early on so it's either now or probably wait till spring and I'm pretty sure
0: you're going to do I do it now okay yeah. and so if you are getting another truck i assume that you're not chomping at the bit to get back into a truck are you going to hire somebody else going to gonna hire another out?
1: driver yeah so if, if anybody's looking for, for a job especially if you're in the Salt Lake area um, or in Utah anywhere I'd, I'd love to talk to you but yeah I, uh, looking for another driver alright that's that's really the biggest one of the biggest obstacles to getting a you know to adding another truck is just really finding that driver it's you know buying a truck is just money for the yeah. most part um, You know truck and trailer just money it's the it's the driver that always is is a little bit more difficult finding that right person. I, you know, Mike. Mike's been a good driver, and uh you know, I, I hope I can find another good, good person like him that uh, do a good job in the truck and
0: make some money for all of us. So all the mikes out there in the Salt Lake area, reach yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Help. So, um, if anybody has joined the podcast recently and has started listening recently, then you can go back to I want to say Chris. It was around episode fifty give or take a few episodes that we talked a lot about building a fleet and moving forward next yeah. steps with uh you know kind it, of my philosophy growing, on how to do it yeah. growing
1: your business there's somewhere definitely somewhere between 50 55 somewhere right yeah. around there.
0: anyway so yeah please go check those out i, I don't think we're gonna go into a ton of detail on what it means to grow the fleet because we've already done that and okay. i'm sure we'll talk about it more in the future
1: but there will be i think there's going to be some good episodes coming up you know especially if you think about it you know the the lessons i've learned from buying the first truck and trailer to the second truck and trailer and and there's going to be some other things that, that i think will make for some good future episodes um, not too distant future episodes if i do actually end up buying it and uh ho- hopefully help uh help our listeners even more
0: so, just as a preview, I guess uh, my the question I would want to ask you right now is are you going to go with another uh refrigerated truck or are you going to go or trailer or are you going to go with a uh, flatbed dry that, van? That
1: is a really good question. And I've talked to Jake a little bit about that to kind of get his opinion cuz part of me Jake, wanted Jake the dispatcher. Jake, my dispatcher yeah. Right. Part of me wanted to get a a dry van so I could do a comparison between a, a reefer and a dry van and and you know, run them for six months and be able to show people what the the financial differences look like well jake says utah is not the best place to run a dry van out of because he says there's just some times of the year that the freight for for vans in the utah area just aren't great so i think this one's probably going to be a reefer but sometime in the near future I, i think i'd like to get a driver that's based somewhere else that where dry van is is a little bit more lucrative
0: Maybe some somewhere, somewhere north Wisconsin or something. Where yeah,
1: act, actually, Jake was saying you know some of that north Midwest, like Wisconsin's better. Texas is is a pretty good oh place for for dry vans. Um, so yeah,
0: okay. Uh, so, but for now, you're thinking for now, I think it's probably going to be a reefer. Okay, well that'll be interesting. Uh, maybe the third truck.
1: Maybe the third truck. Yeah, I, I, I seriously, I think it would be great for our listeners or great for our audience to be able to do that at some point. So that that is something I plan on doing, but it may be little bit further down the road
0: yeah i mean uh, ultimately it would be great to have the illustration but the business has to actually survive right so if yeah, it doesn't absolutely. make sense right now to get the drive in then you're not going to collapse the business just to yes. just to prove a point or something yeah absolutely okay well very good so chris anything uh, else you want to talk about before we uh address some listener comments
1: no, I think that's about it. I, you know, just speaking of the reviews, I it, it's been it's been awesome to see, especially in the last month or so, we've gotten a, a handful of really good reviews, and I and I appreciate that. I love listening to what people like about the podcast, um, you know, what things they've learned from it, and what are important to them, so that we can continue to make good podcast episodes that focus in on some of those things. So. You know, as always, leave us some reviews, let us know what you like about it, what you don't like about it, and we'll always tweak and adapt and and try to do a better job.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially leave those things you don't like about it on a five-star review. (laughs) That's that's the real trick. That's always helpful, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, it does help, uh, it it helps other people find the show when they're searching for stuff, uh, whether on iTunes or whatever it's called now, uh, or online, you know, Google does pay attention to the reviews, even if you don't... uh, I don't think Google Podcast or whatever it's called has a way to leave them in the same way.
1: Yeah, and you um, can you, you can also I mean you can put them on Facebook too. Yep. We we look at those reviews, those comments, or read through all those, and
0: yeah, so it helps the algorithms so that people can find us, but it also helps, like you said, Chris, it helps us uh, know what people enjoy and don't enjoy, and it and it uh, you know helps stroke the old ego. We it, need those five it does. star reviews. Yeah.
1: This, this isn't always easy, so it's it's good to hear when we've been helpful.
0: <laughs> I was actually shocked Chris. I went on to Apple podcasts and we've got 139 ratings. That's awesome which uh, yeah yeah, I'm impressed with this is the little podcast that could what's <laughs> <laughs> it been a year and a half and uh, that's honestly I'm very grateful to those who have uh, left those reviews. Just in this month we've uh, this this might be my favorite one um, this person 12 kicks. Hey there, Twelve Kicks says I was a company driver the last two years, uh, and when I, I started planning on becoming an owner-operator, of course, these ads started popping up on my YouTube videos, <laughs> <laughs> um, as if my phone was listening. And you know, I started listening to the show, and and uh, he says he enjoyed it. Clear info on how to start and keep up with your business. I learned more about running a trucking company from this podcast than all the Google searches I've done. The cost per mile is great. How can start somebody start a trucking business without knowing their CPM? Am glad Apple. This is my favorite line. Am glad Apple is spying on me and put their ad in front of me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's it's funny how they do that.
1: But yeah, it, there's there's some good some good benefit to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Uh, this person says uh, this is the best trucking podcast around. This is Bald Eagle Daddy says this is the best trucking podcast around. I've listened to every episode more than once and learned more each time. I have been in contact with Tyler. Uh, And I'm almost ready to take the next step, guys. Thank you. Awesome. No, thank you, yeah. Bald Eagle Daddy. So what he's talking about is you can... Chris, as we've referenced many times, runs many businesses. And the bulk of those are actually about helping uh, people out on the road start and run their trucking companies, right? It's not just about this educational version of that. Yeah. And yeah. so people can reach out. Where can they find you to retain your services, Chris.
1: Motorcarrierhq.com. So the, the name of the company is Motor Carrier HQ and, uh, motorcarrierhq.com is a good place to look us up, find all our contact info. And yeah, it's it, the, the whole reason I did this podcast is because I've seen clients over the years struggle with the business principles when they start a trucking company and, and yeah. wanted to be able to give people every possible opportunity to be successful. And, um, you know, the the hope is too that as people decide to make that leap and becoming an owner operator, they learn a lot from this podcast, and and ideally, we'd we'd love to have them use our services when they're ready to to do that. And we feel like we we do a good job and provide them a good service for what they pay for, and um, do it honestly and ethically, and hopefully help people out and make
0: make big fans of of everybody. Yeah, and the good news is, as you know. I know nothing about trucking, and I don't work for MotorCarrierHQ.com. So, so you won't run into me there. It's a much more reputable service than that. It's going to be fantastic.
1: Yeah, we (laughs) we haven't hired Craig for a reason. Yeah, well, that's uh, (laughs) stick with (laughs) what you're good at. Exactly, that's right. Uh,
0: There's what you don't have no audio needs at Uh, MotorCarrierHQ. Not not very many. The last one I was going to mention is uh, from somebody who calls himself Owner Hopeful and it says owning a small fleet is my dream and this podcast has been very helpful in planning and learning so yeah i I hope that's the case for those who want to grow into a fleet and those who just want to stick with the owner operator route for uh the foreseeable future either way i hope there's a lot of good content for people
1: yeah i mean we've we've tried to build the podcast that way that it's it's good for whatever you want to do whether it's be an owner operator And and kind of be in control of your own destiny, or grow into a a a bigger fleet. And we've seen clients do both, and can help help out anybody either way. And 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 really, this podcast, the principles for the most part are the same either way. Just you you make some tweaks to it, and a little bit different, but ninety percent of it's the same whether you're going to be an owner operator or run a large fleet.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Chris, uh, any final thoughts before we wrap this one up and uh, and call it for the week?
1: I think that's it. We'll see everybody next, uh, next episode.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, everybody.